0: Interest rates here in Australia are a very hot topic and for good reason, because every single time the RBA increases rates, unless your loan is fixed, you're paying a shitload more every single month. Now in this video, I'm gonna go through exactly what the RBA is predicting interest rates will be, as well as the big four banks and what they forecast interest rates will be over the next 12 to 24 months. And I'm gonna share with you my opinion and interest rates and how we can learn from the past to actually be able to forecast what might happen next. If you guys are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now at this point, it's probably worthwhile not ever believing what the RBA is going to say and more so Philip Lowe because at the end of the day, he was the one who said interest rates wouldn't rise until 2024. We're in 2022 and it's gone up by 10X on what the official cash rate was only six or seven months ago. What he mentioned at his last speech is very interesting to understand the dynamics of the economy right now and how it is very different to what is happening in the US. Now, if you're someone that has a loan or is about to get a loan, this video is super important for you because what the RBA and the big four banks are suggesting could prove to be a very valid point. And I definitely want you to watch all the way through. At the last speech, Philip Lowe actually goes on to say that the next rate hike may actually be not at 0.5, so 50 basis points. It might actually be at 25 basis points. And straight away, ding, 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 we can now see the cracks in the system are there and is why we need to start preparing for what is a soft landing. What's a soft landing? Well, it's pretty much raise interest rates, get inflation under control without completely screwing up the economy. So far, they're doing an okay job because we haven't really seen defaults on mortgages and things like that. Our unemployment's still really low, and we haven't had huge amounts of businesses go out of business. I mean, apart from construction companies, but that's a different case. So why is this important? Why a 25 basis point increase versus a 50 basis point increase is different? Because ultimately, we still have interest rates going up, right, Ravi? Well, correct. But what we were going to always see was that as the interest rates increased, we still saw obviously the economic activity fall, which we've started seeing consumer confidence start falling. And as a result, we would go into a period of slowly increasing the interest rates and then ultimately getting to accumulation where we move sideways in the cash rate. And then we start seeing cuts. Now, I know a lot of people that watch the channel may be of the opinion that we're not going to cut rates anytime soon. Inflation's out of control. Ravi, you don't know what you're talking about. So I'm going to dislike the video. Look, I urge you to be open minded. But if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I can't help you. But what's different this time around to 30 or 40 years ago, is the amount of debt in the system and how money gets created. At the rapid pace it does right now, it's never been seen before in time. So the interest that needs to be paid on these loans are massive. And every time the interest rate increases by even 50 basis points, I would go on to say that's the equivalent of anywhere between a 3 and 7% interest rate hike that we would have seen 30 or 40 years ago. Now, of course, it is very scary to see interest rates move so quickly, but it's like ripping the bandaid. You definitely don't want to do it, but when you start, you have to go all the way through. And I would much rather pre- prefer it to be a quick snappy and volatile move versus a long drawn out process of increasing interest rates by 10 basis points for the next three or four years. So let's move on to what the big four banks are suggesting is going to happen to interest rates. And then I'm going to share with you my thoughts. So CBA has come out and said the next meeting in October is going to be an increase of 25 basis points. And that is when we are going to peak at 2.85% by November. And then we'll have two cuts in 2023 of 25 basis points in August and in November of 2023. So they are suggesting that we might not move up as quickly as people think, and we're actually gonna plateau and peak a lot quicker, ultimately leading to rate cuts in 2023. Let's continue. Westpac has come out and said, we also agree 25 basis points in October, but we're gonna peak at 3.35% in February of 2023, and then we're gonna have four rate cuts but in 2024. So they're suggesting that it's probably going to be a bit bigger in terms of how much we're going to go higher, but it's also going to happen about six to 12 months after what CBA is predicting. NAB came out similar to ANZ and have said 50 basis points is the increase in October, and we're going to peak at 3.1% in November. However, ANZ is suggesting peaking 3.35% in December and then two rate cuts in 2024. So the approach ANZ has taken is we think that interest rates will go higher over the next three or four months, but then we're pretty much not going to move at all all of 2023 and then 2024 is when we start cutting. So CBA is the only bank suggesting that we will have interest rates cut in 2023 versus 2024. Here's my thoughts. Ultimately all the banks are wrong. RBA is definitely screwing us over and we're probably going to get to about five or six percent. That's what I think is going to happen. No? That didn't fly well did it? Before you start panicking and like closing the video, stressing out and sending it to all your mates, you should understand that for me, interest rates play a small part, although significant part of my portfolio, as well as my decision-making when it comes to investments. Yes, we need to be aware of interest rates, but what we need to pay more attention to is the entire economy. Why are interest rates going up? Why is inflation so high? And how do we alleviate this problem? If you want a detailed breakdown of what I think is happening in the economy and the perfect housing storm, then definitely leave me a comment down below with the comment housing storm, and I will make that video for you guys. I'm telling you, it's going to get interesting. My personal belief for better part of this year has been that we are going to increase for another 100 to 150 basis points. Now, we already saw a 50 basis point increase last month. So according to that, there's only another 50 to 100 basis points that I think we're going to get to before we peak. Now, at the moment with interest rates at 2.35, that means we could basically peak out between 2.85 and 3.35. And that was before these banks came out with their predictions. So yes, I'm going to pat myself on the back for the prediction. Now, contrary to three of the big banks, I definitely think interest rates will cut in 2023. And I think it's going to happen possibly in Q2 at the earliest, but Q3 is definitely in the cards. So why do I say that? Well, based on inflation and how the cost of everything has gone up, we've seen particular segments go higher than others, but we also have the big concern of a recession and the economic downturn. If we start seeing us go further into that, we will see businesses let go of employment and that is a big no-no for this economy. So yes, unemployment is super low at the moment, but it is still a key indicator that the government will look at. Believe it or not, I think the worst is over. The hardest part is to go from a 0.1% cash rate all the way up to 2.35% in the matter of six or seven months. That's the hardest pill to swallow. We've already started seeing downturns in the market. We've seen fear everywhere. So you'll be happy to hear that I think we've gone past the worst of this. What we're about to see at the end is yes, potential capitulation where people can't handle it anymore. Maybe there's defaults on some mortgages in some parts of Australia, but I think we are so close to whatever the bottom looks like that the rebound from here is going to be massive. Why? Because in information spreads a lot quicker than it ever has before and that's why I'm of the belief that we've gone away from these 10-year cycles or 12-year cycles, the business cycles and the economic cycles all correlating to each other and I think we have more violent shorter-term moves which actually presents a huge opportunity for those who are active in this market. I definitely hold the belief that if you're putting in active hours into your work, you should probably put active hours into investment and financial literacy. So I'm glad you're here watching this video and if you know someone else that needs to hear this sort of stuff. please. Please, please share this video because we need videos like this to get out to more people that really need it. There are so many people looking at headlines and getting scared. Right now is the opportunity where you can start building real generational wealth over the next 12 months. Could prices go lower? Potentially. Could interest rates go a lot higher than I think? Yeah, probably. But at the end of the day, if you have the right strategy, the right risk appetite, and the right time frame, you are going to do really, really well. And what you've got to ask yourself is what really is the alternative? I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.